Hi, this is Tris Hossi, and welcome to Inside Trapeze. Now, I'm here with Elliot Bacon of Vontas and John Scatalon of Trapeze, and we're going to talk about what makes a great grant application. Uh, Elliot's job at Vontas is helping agencies write grants, and I think, and Joanne, you're doing more and more of this at Trapeze, and you wrote some great blog posts about the topic. So what makes a great grant application? I'll start there. First things first, you need to nail the basics. That's your demonstration of need, your demonstration of benefits, and your project implementation strategy. Uh, Regardless of the grant, the demonstration of need and demonstration of benefits are the most important sections. They're they're really the core of your application. um, And that makes sense. Here's where you make the case that your community has a specific need, such as upgrading an outdated system, such as CAD AVL system, because the current system is hindering your agency's ability to, say, effectively provide specific services to in-need riders. And then your demonstration of benefits is where you make your case that the project you're proposing is filling those needs. And then your project implementation strategy, that's how you make the case that you know what you're doing and you know how to put it all together and, and get it going for your agency. While answering those questions clearly and expertly should be the applicant's number one area of focus, it's become increasingly important for applicants to also link their projects um, to FTA's broad goals for its investments. In particular, the FTA has set out four key priority areas. Um, That's safety, modernization, climate, and equity. Joanne, if you would like to jump into that as your blog post talks about. So in terms of safety... The overarching goal of the FTA is to improve safety access across the board for riders and workers. In terms of modernization, they want to improve infrastructure like roads, bridges, facilities, and utilities. For climate, they're looking for green solutions to help reduce carbon emissions. And for equity, a large focus is on social housing and jobs with public transportation supporting access to those jobs. Now, Elliot, you said there are those core three things. You know, like, what what do we need? What you know, why we need it? What's it going to do for us? And we can actually do this. And Joanne, you talked about those four pillars. But where do you think agencies fall down? Where do their grant applications run into problems? Where do they where do they miss the boat? I think that can come from a, a wide range of potential areas. Key among that is just being clear. the The reader of your application needs to fully understand the scope and implications of your project and believe that you can pull it off. I think also failing to have a cohesive narrative of how everything fits together. So as for those four pillars um, that Joanne mentioned, oftentimes that there are specific questions within the grant that ask those, such as the new Justice 40 question. But agencies should also be careful to try to weave as much as many of those into their demonstration of benefits as possible um, to show the FTA that they're not only thinking about how the project helps uh, their specific services, but helps um, broader issues such as climate or or the their ridership community in terms of socioeconomic equity. Yeah, right. and, and I think sometimes part of the reason it falls down is um, maybe grants aren't first and foremost on an agency's radar. So certainly I suspect some of the larger agencies will have a grant that is monitoring opportunities as they arise. But I think some of the smaller mid-sized agencies just don't necessarily have the resources to do that. So it might catch them by surprise. There is, you know, a bit of a lift to completing the grant application and all the supplementary information. And I think um, sometimes they just maybe don't have the bandwidth to get those applications completed on time. 
Yeah, I want to talk, uh, you know, come to that issue, especially if on time was we were, uh, I think, Joanne, you were involved in this project as well. We were, we wanted to help agencies take advantage of some of like a late breaking grant last fall. But it's like they it was announced in September and it was due in November. And that's a really short timeline, especially if you were a, an agency that has like everyone, we're all you know, pressed for resources. It seems like it's really fast to have to generate a really solid grant application, just two months. Yeah, that's pretty pretty common. The The range varies on what the grant windows are, but oftentimes it will be in that two to three month range, which does present obvious challenges for agencies, especially with the FDA really likes to see you putting some robust data into your project to explain um how how your project can can help your community. The most powerful data you can probably use is if the agency collects its own ridership data, and then you can marry that with um, some government data, such as the 2020 census, to uh, try to make your um, answers more data robust. Especially when you're talking about equity and inclusion. I remember reading some of the FTA blurbs, Elliot, that you wrote about in, in, in the legislation that they're even tying it to social housing. It's like, how are you, how is your transit agency supporting people who live in disadvantaged areas, get to jobs, you know, get to healthcare, get to education. And if you don't have that demographic data, you you can't say we're servicing an area that has only, you know, 20% car ownership. Really, that seems like it's really critical to a solid grant application. As you said, building a narrative. What tips would you bring? Give people t- for building that narrative and and r- making that case. I would say definitely don't lose sight of of those four pillars that we mentioned earlier. I think oftentimes um, a transit agency will be a little more focused on the direct benefits um, that a project will have on, say, its bus services, and and not think as much as they maybe should, at least from the FTA's perspective on the broader issues that transit touches on um, and to to always keep those in mind when putting together a, a full package. I was just going to say, and just write in really clear, plain language. I think that's super key. It doesn't have to be written like an academic paper. And in fact, it shouldn't be. Yes, well, you need to infuse your grant with a lot of um, relevant data. It needs to be read- readable. And it needs to be impactful. So it needs to make an emotional connection on some level. And tying back to those four pillars that are really focused in many ways on, you know, social justice and environmental justice, I think really helps to to keep that focus. That was going to be my next question, which it was beautiful. It's like the three of us spend our lives writing. That is what we do. We write all the time. And the, the audience you're writing for, these people who are reading grants, where would you say that they kind of fall on the awareness of the transit spectrum and understanding the issues? Like, who are you writing for? What are they, you like, Joanne, you talked about writing in simple, clear, not academic, almost, not, I wouldn't say casual, but sort of like business, you know, business casual, business formal writing. <laughs> yep. Um, who is that audience that we're, that people should be addressing their grant to? You know, for the most part, we're writing to government officials, right? We're writing to administrators within the FTA, potentially the FRA, who are looking at evaluating. So they they are not necessarily as perhaps deeply in the trenches um, on understanding, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, maybe some of the nitty gritty um, 
transit speak so much as they're looking to check the boxes that we've supported what we're saying with stats, but we're also specifically hitting on those four pillars and it's, it's clearly aligned. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Any, if you had one more final tip, each of you to give a, a prospective grant writer, what would your one more big tip that's going to tip the scales? Elliot, what's your, what's your number one tip? I think kind of what we've been talking about a little bit and just clarity of message. If, if your evaluator doesn't know what you're proposing and doesn't believe that you can pull it off, they're not going to give you the money. So as, as, as clearly and as cohesively as you can put together your application, that's going to give you a huge step up in receiving the money. Cool. Joanne, what's your big tip? Sort of along those same lines. So, you know, they're looking at checking off on their checklist that you've hit all the boxes they're looking for on their grant application. So pair it back to them, the language that they use so that they can make that really clear correlation. Thank you both for talking grants and grant writing. It's a big topic right now with the infrastructure bill and a lot of the funding is going to be distributed by grants. It's not going to be formula funding. So this is a big topic. Elliot, Joanne, Thank you for talking grants on Inside Trapeze.